Blog Talk Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. Commercial free July commercial. We're so 
happy and just proud of Miss Deborah Northcutt and Arlene uh, Richardson as well. So they are thrilled about this. And you are wondering, well, how can you get a free commercial? It's three simple things. All you need to do is simply follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Wealthy Sisters. That's all you got to do. And just join our mailing list. You, too, can go in for a drawing to have your name selected for a free commercial. And August is the last month we're doing this. So, again, you want to be able to participate and perhaps get that free commercial here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Simply follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter under Wealthy Sisters. You know, you can stay in contact with us and also join our mailing list. That way you can stay on top of everything that's happening here at Wealthy Sisters Radio. Well, you know we come to that part of the show. Yeah, I know you want that round of applause again for that business question of the week. I tell you, we appreciate you so much for sending in your questions. And, you know, like we say every week, if you have a question about anything regarding business, I've been in business myself for the 25 years, and I know I don't know everything, but I do know how to find information and find those who do. And so if you've got a question you'd like to ask, all you've got to do is just send us an email at family at wealthysistersradio.com. That's family at wealthysistersradio.com. Or send us a shout-out on our hotline at 800-917-9435, extension 808. That's 800-917-9435, extension 808. So our question this week comes all the way from Jane Cena. That's my cousin's name, Jane Cena in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And she says she's been hearing a lot about federal government contracting, and she wanted to know how can she participate in it. She has no idea what's the step, what should she do. Well, definitely we want to commend you on sending us, first of all, your question. And, Jancina, congratulations on you making a decision to start your business. There are several things that you can do. As a matter of fact, we have had – we have covered this topic several ways, so I would encourage you to go to Google, Google Wealthy Sisters Radio and Government Contracting. One particular show comes in mind with Stephanie Coleman. Stephanie Coleman. We've had SBA representatives on our show, Ms. Tanya McCoy as well. And I want you to know that um, there are so, so much support for you out there. The first place I will tell you to go to is to your SBA. A lot of people are, are just totally, you, we miss how supportive the SBA is. That wealth website alone, sba.gov, is a wealth of information. There is a whole section for women business owners. You definitely want to go there. Let that be your first start. And then I would suggest two other organizations um, that you want to look at that one I know does the certification, and you'll learn about what those certifications are. We check out um, our show with Stephanie Coleman that we talked about the certifications within government contracting that you can have, but you do not have to have those certifications to do business with the government. A lot of people think that as well. But um, you can absolutely check that out. Oh, yeah, and another great show we had was El Denise Jackson. How could I forget that? El Denise was just this year, early this year. Matter of fact, she was at our conference, the Winter Summit, doing a whole a segment on government contracting. So we've, we've talked about it a lot here. Um, as I was mentioning, 
two great organizations that can also support you outside of the SBA is WeBank, better known as the Women's Business Enterprise National Council. Very good. They have a phenomenal conference every year. Um, and then also uh, local uh, meetings and support systems. And then also National Association of Women uh, Business Owners, otherwise known as NABO. So uh, Jane Cena, Thank you again for your question. We, we applaud you for stepping out there and starting your business, and definitely the world of government contracting is, is huge. There's a lot of opportunity around that. And, again, go back to um, Wealthy Sisters Radio. Just when you go to our library, or you can just go to Google and Google L. Denise Jackson, Government Contracting with Wealthy Sisters Radio. That was a great show there for you. Well, we want to thank again, you, Jane Cena, for your question. And, you know, we, we are so excited for today's guest. I tell you, what an incredible story this woman has. She is just a powerhouse. I mean, when you go to her page on LinkedIn, you go to her website, she's got awards from, from, the, from the White House to you name it, from BET, just, just all over. She's done some incredible things, has an amazing story, was formerly homeless, and now is the CEO of Women's Veterans Interactive and also leading uh, there for Prince uh, George's County in Maryland as well. So we are so excited to have our very special guest, Ms. Ginger Miller, um, on the line with us today. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will bring our very special guest, Ms. Ginger Miller, on today. And also, Stay tuned because we also will have our CEO of uh, D-Herbs. He's stopping by, and he's going to share a little bit information about their full body cleanse that we're all excited about. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Dream big financial freedom, lifestyle change, additional income, be your own boss. If this is the life you've dreamed of, Tracy Lynn Fashion Jewelry is the business for you. This business is simple. If you can wear the jewelry, you can sell the jewelry. I've earned a $10,000 bonus check. I'm able to earn $600 to $800 per show and more. Visit TracyLynnJewelry.com and remember, behind every great woman are more great women. DHerbs.com's Full Body Cleanse works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body to aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The full body cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula, cardiovascular, liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. DHerbs.com that's right, we're live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. So excited to be here, grateful to be here. Uh, five years, wow, we owe it all to you. We've been celebrating all month our anniversary, and, and again, I am just overwhelmed with all of the, the, the notes that you've received, the thank yous, the, just the, the messages. I, I just so appreciate you that you find value in what we bring to you every week, and we're so grateful and know that we would not be here without you. So definitely thank you so much. 
And we appreciate you. Can't say it enough. Well, you know, today, like we said, we have a powerhouse on the line with us today. Our special guest, Ms. Ginger Miller, who is the CEO of Women's Veterans Interactive, has an incredible story, and we are not going to hold her from you any longer. Ginger, mm-hmm. welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Hi, good morning, Deborah. Thank you so much for having me, and congratulations on your five-year anniversary. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It's a, you know, you know yourself how much work goes into everything, and when you look back and you can say, wow, this time has gone by, <laughs> and you can celebrate and take that time to do that. It is an awesome blessing to be able to do that. Absolutely. I agree. Yes, yes, yes. Great, great. Well, I tell you, we have so much to talk about. Time goes by uh, fast. We want to try to pack it all into this short time that we have together. But uh, first of all, you know, just want to applaud you and say thank you for your service. You know, um, it is our mission here at Wealthy Sisters Radio to bring the attention to women uh, in, uh, in so many areas and industries, and particularly our heart is very tender towards women's veterans. And, you know, just being able to say thank you and taking that time out for us to recognize that we should say thank you and how big of a, a, a sacrifice it is that a, a man or a woman makes to serve our country, whether we believe in what political or all of that <clears throat> has nothing to do with that. So we want to take this time out right now to say thank you so much for, for everything you have done for us. And you know what, Deborah? Um, thank you for saying that because it is important that, you know, as Americans, we support in particularly women veterans because what folks don't realize is that we are women first. And we are women who right. have decided to take that challenge to serve. So for you to have me on the show, you know, um, I'm grateful for this opportunity. One of the things we're trying to do um, this year moving forward is to integrate women veterans into the regular women population because we know that that's where we're going to find the most of our support because as women, we naturally understand each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, you know, the nurturing and, and the support, we are known for that. And it's, like we said, it's really mm-hmm. important to, to be able to do that. Well, I, I definitely want to talk about your program and what you're doing. But before we do that, we are very nosy here at Wealthy <laughs> Sisters Radio. We say that every week. <laughs> Girl, we like to know where you come from. You know, I'm a Southern Belle, so we used to say, where you hail from? Who are your people? You know? Absolutely. But, you know, it's just a way that uh, everyone can be able to relate and identify with the yes. story and makes it so much more compelling when we, when we get that background. So why don't you share with us um, where you grew up and how okay. you decided to join the military, and then we'll talk about your transition uh, from there. Okay. I'm from Hempstead, New York, and I want to give a shout-out to anybody from Hempstead that's listening on the radio. I think we do have a couple of folks from Hempstead yes. that's listening. Um, so yes. I'm born and raised Hempstead, New York, which is Long Island. And, you know, my parents were not wealthy. Um, my parents are immigrants from Honduras, so they didn't know – a lot about, you know, um, kids going to college. My father uh-huh. did the best he could do. And I think at uh-huh. one point I was trying to go to the Catherine Gibbs School because I had this great dream of being somebody's executive secretary, which is kind of crazy to me now considering the path <laughs> that I have taken. <laughs> and, of course, that didn't work out the way that it was supposed to, and my parents didn't have money for me to go to college. I joined the Navy particularly to get the GI Bill 
so I could go to college because I always had dreams of going to college. So, yeah, I went into the Navy. Um, I went to boot camp in Orlando, Florida. Then I got stationed in Annapolis, Maryland, Um, got married to my husband, I think maybe one year in, and then we got transferred to Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. And that's, you know, the bulk of my military career. And when I was in there, you know, I had a couple of accidents, and ultimately I got a medical discharge. And my husband, uh, he decided to get out the Marine Corps, and I was going to be the spouse to stay in to do the 20 years. And my husband uh-huh. at that time, he was suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. And then when I got the military discharge, he applied to get a job um, to work at a correctional facility. I believe it was in Pennsylvania. And he got the job, and we moved um, from North Carolina back to Hempstead to stay with my family on a temporary basis. And then that prison was federal funding, and my husband kind of felt, like, extremely bad. His post-traumatic mm-hmm. stress disorder kicked into high gear. And because I don't come from a military family or military mm-hmm. town, so to speak, my family really couldn't wrap their hands around, you know, what I was going through. And mm-hmm. we had to find some place to go. And where do you go with a husband who has post-traumatic stress disorder? I was a boss's mate in the Navy. You know, I was still young. I think I may have been um, 22, 23, somewhere around mm-hmm. there when I got out. I, I didn't have a lot of skills. Our son at that time, I think he was about um, – maybe two or three years old, and we ended mm-hmm. up being homeless. And, you know, it's not because we abuse drugs or alcohol. It's not because mm-hmm. we were bad people. You know, this is something that's happening to a lot of folks who are transitioning out of the military because when mm-hmm. you're in there, you know, life is good, and your family mm-hmm. is going on. You know, my mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. they went on with their life, so it wasn't expected for me to come back home with my family, you know, not mm-hmm. just stay temporarily, but then it turned in turn from a temporary to a permanent situation. So, mm-hmm. you know, we ended up being homeless. And, I, you know, I don't have any hard feelings towards my family for that. You know, I know my family, you know, they love me dearly. My mother has been living with us for about seven years. But to go from serving your country to becoming homeless is a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a bad feeling. Um, your sense of pride starts to diminish. You know, every day I would look at my son and say, you know what, God, he doesn't deserve this. He didn't ask to be here. I would look at my husband, who was supposed to be my rock, and I said, okay, God, this man is suffering from this post-traumatic stress disorder. What am I supposed to do? And I did what I knew how to do. Everybody that I know in Hempstead, we are survivors. You know, we do right. what we have to do to make ends meet. So for me, in my mind, at that particular point in time, this was nothing strange. You know, you see people getting evicted. You know, you see people right. couch surfing. You see people living in hotels. But it didn't dawn on me that because I was a veteran that I should have had better service. There was no reason why I should have been in my vehicle, hopping from hotel to hotel, knocking on people's doors for a place to stay. And even throughout all that time, I thank God that I kept my faculties, and I did the best I knew how, and I worked three part-time jobs and went to school full-time because I knew of nothing else. I was still going to live my dream of going to college, homeless or not. I was still right. going to take care of my family, homeless or not, you know. So yeah. I did that until we was able to move into, you know, a family member's house. She opened up her basement to us. It wasn't like the best place to stay, but I thank God it was a place to stay because we were no longer on the street. Right, right, because you, you, you said you were living in your car, you know, maybe if you made enough money you could get into an efficiency one day or something like that, but mm-hmm. were you in shelters or as well? or, or No, because the, the thing is, first and foremost, I didn't realize I was homeless. 
I thought I was just doing what we do in the quote right. unquote hood or wherever. Right. You know, I was just in, I was in survival mode. So I didn't even think about right. you know you going to a time. shelter. Right. Correct. And what shelter is going to take a woman, a child, and a husband? And one thing right. I was not going to do was give up on my husband. I don't care if he was suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, schizophrenia, whatever it was. I married him because I loved him, and I was going to stick it out with him. Right, 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 right. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. So, 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 so fortunately you were able to, to work. You're still going to school, and you, you mm-hmm. had this family member to open up the basement um, for you. And then how was that transition from there? Okay, from there, you know, uh, I worked. Eventually, my husband, you know, he started going to the VA, getting medication, um, mm-hmm. and he stopped that because the medication would just, like, keep him, like, in a semi-coma state, you know, where the house mm-hmm. is bur- Yeah, sedated. If the house was burning down, he wouldn't care. It's just like, oh, I smell smoke. And it's like, no, that's not smoke. Mm-hmm. That's a fire. And then um, mm-hmm. he, started, he stopped going to the support groups because back in the early 90s, you know, the focus from the Department of Veterans Affairs, unfortunately, was still on the Vietnam veterans and not on the Persian Gulf War veterans. So, mm-hmm. you know, he stopped going to the support group. So I had to deal with that, deal with our son. But eventually we found a place in South Hempstead um, that I could rent with the option to buy. And we mm-hmm. did that. And a couple of years after that, you know, we ended up um, purchasing that home. And my husband started working. And then, you know, with the post-traumatic stress disorder, his work um, habits were kind of like sporadic, and by this time, we had our second son, Andre James, who was born in 2000, and I was just finishing up my bachelor's degree, and I said, you know what, I can't do this here in New York. I've got to move someplace where we have a slower pace of life, where I can deal with my kids, raise them in a manner mm-hmm. that's acceptable, and take care of my husband at the same time. And then mm-hmm. I relocated my family from um, New York to Maryland in 2004, we purchased the home that we're in now. And then, you know, even though we moved and the surroundings was different, the post-traumatic stress disorder was the same. And unfortunately for me, I was still in denial mode. I didn't want people to know, first of all, that I was homeless. I didn't want my friends to know that my husband had post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, I didn't want the kids to know. So if the kids would spill something, I would clean it up real quick. If the TV was loud, I would tell the kids, turn it down, don't yell, don't move, don't jump, don't scream. So basically, Mm -hmm. I was keeping myself in a prison, and I was walking on eggshells. And when I got to the point, you know, we were here for five years, and I said, okay, God, what is really going on here? Is my marriage a blessing or a curse? Because I can't take this anymore because I knew that this wasn't, this wasn't normal. This is not mm-hmm. the man that I married. This is just, mm-hmm. you know, crazy. I don't think nobody else, you know, that I know in my neighborhood is going through this. And then when I finally came out of denial, my oldest son was in, I believe he was in the 10th grade in high school, and he came mm-hmm. home and he said to me, Mom, does Dad have post-traumatic stress disorder? And I jumped up like a wow. woman at the corner. And I said, who told you that like somebody let out the family secret and right, he said right. you know he said nobody told me that you know we went over this um exercise and health class and we were talking about veterans and I think it happened to be in the month of November and they were saying how some veterans have so shell shock some have post-traumatic stress disorder and they had like 15 bullet points and dad had 12 of those wow wow and yeah and I was so taken back by that moment because I said to my son, I said, so you know that your father has his post-traumatic stress disorder and you still love him? 
And he was like, yes, because that's my father. And it was at that point in my life that I was so taken back. And I said, Ginger Miller, you know, you have held your family captive, and you have been afraid to let people know that your husband has post-traumatic stress disorder, and everybody else knows. And it's like I was the only person that didn't, like, grab into and buy into my own reality. And then I had a neighbor to say, oh, you know, the 4th of July is coming up. Is Miller going to be okay? And I said, what do you mean? Well, we know he has post-traumatic stress disorder. And I'm like, really? Wow. So let me ask you, Ginger, this is incredible that that you're saying this. It's amazing how we, you know, oftentimes as women, particularly strong women as yourself, I mean, my, my gosh, you know, my, my, I just bow down to you, darling, on, I mean, just I'm, I'm very humbled by your strength and everything that you have done and endured. And, you know, we take on that, that cloak oftentimes, and I should say black women, we really do, you know, for our family yeah. and trying to keep everything yeah. together. I mean, what? What do you think had your mind? Why Why would have been so bad to know that this is not something that your husband did to himself? This is something he served in the military. What do you, what, you know, I'm just trying to ask, what was it that did not help you make that connection? So if anyone is listening today, you know, sure, it's a lot more prevalent. We do know more, a little bit more about it. And, but what, why, why is it, why was it an embarrassment? Um, not to belittle it, but why would it right. be an embarrassment like that for you, knowing that this is something that happened to him when he was in the military, when he was serving? The, the best way, Deborah, I could sum that up, and, I mean, it hurts mm-hmm. me to my heart, but mm-hmm. I married him when I was 20 years old. Okay. Okay, so, you know, I had my whole life ahead of me with a right. man who was, my protector, a man who had all his faculties, a man who was loving, soft, kind, and then one day all of that changed. Within two and a half years, three years, it changed. So I wasn't prepared. Technically, I was still a child, you know, a grown-up child. You understand? Right. Um, This is the man man that taught me how to drive, you know? Right. And, you know, this is the man that I'm supposed to live with in the white picket fence. This is the man that was like, oh, my knight in shining armor, and then all of a sudden, that changes. So it's kind of I like get it. You, you, mm-hmm. you're living in this fantasy, and then you're smacked with, with a reality that you can mm-hmm. never fathom. And, you know, I'm dealing with a man who has a um, disability that's unseen. But what about these other women out here who husbands are coming back with no arms, no legs? You know, this is it's hard. Because what you have mm-hmm. to do is you have to pick up the pieces and you have to move on. So I was in a predicament to where, okay, you know what, I don't need him to go up the deep end. I'm scraping for food. I'm scraping to survive. You know, I just have to keep going. And I think because I was always in survival mode, I never really had the opportunity to grasp my own reality. And when I did grasp that reality, it hurt like hell. Yeah. That is not the life that I planned out for myself, but I had to make the best of it because I know that I had my son to take care of. And I know that my husband, you know, he wasn't supposed to be that way, but what do you do? So I think right. because as women, you know, we're natural caregivers, we're going to do whatever right. it takes to keep right. our family together. But when my son came home that day, it's like, okay, the gig is up. It's okay yeah. for you to cry. It's, it's okay out. for you to break down. Right. 
It's out. Right. It's okay for you that to probably cry was out to the God. Best cry in your life. That probably was the best. Did you feel like a ton of bricks had just been lifted off of your chest, your shoulders? Was it just you know what? a breakthrough for you? It wasn't that the bricks had been lifted, Deborah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that was the day that the bricks hit me. Mm. Okay. Do you see okay. what, do you see what I'm saying? The I see, bricks the, I see me. the reverse. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a ton of bricks that hit me, and because I was so heavy-hearted, I cried out to God, and God said it clear. Your marriage is not a, a curse. It's a blessing. Now, why do you right. help these other veterans that are suffering in silence? Bring them out of captivity. Right, right. Wow. Do you see what I'm wow. saying? Go out there and bring them out of captivity. Bring these veterans off the street. Let these veterans know that it's okay. Wow. Let these wow. veterans know not to, not to lose hope. Because one thing I never did, I never lost hope. Never, ever, right. ever. And that, that's what kept me sane. And unfortunately, for a lot of our veterans, if you think you're the only person going through something like this the way that I did, and I know that it was only God that kept me. Because what mm-hmm. I went through, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always here to let veterans know that you are not alone. You're not the only mm-hmm. person that's going through this. It is going to be okay because if I made it out of hell, I, you want to make it out of hell, and if I got to come in hell to bring you out, then that's what right. I want to do. Well, I tell you, if you've just tuned in, what an incredible show we are having today. As always, our special guest is Ms. Ginger Miller, who's the CEO of Women's Veterans Interactive. She just shared her powerful testimony in a condensed version, I'm sure, uh, of her story from moving from homeless to to who she is today with her family, and we're going to take a short break. We'll come back. Uh, definitely, we want to learn more about how you made that transition to what we see with the Women's uh, Veterans Interactive and all of the awards you've received <clears throat> from the White House uh, with the Clinton Initiative and then and even being the full recipient of this year's DC <laughs> Honors. You know, that's that's powerful. So we'll be right back after this break with our very special guest, Ms. Ginger Miller, and we also have the CEO of The Herbs who will be dropping by with us as well. Stay tuned. You're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Do you have a book that is ready to be published and you just don't know how? Does your company website need a facelift? Well, Wealthy Sisters Media Group is here to serve you. Publish your book and capture that brand new company look. Visit WealthySisters.com or call 800-917-9435 to take action today. 
Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. DHerbs.com's Full Body Cleanse works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body to aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The Full Body Cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula, cardiovascular, liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. DHerbs.com Yes, we're live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio celebrating our fifth year anniversary. Today is the culmination of a fabulous month. And again, we just want to take this time to say thank you so much for tuning in to us, for downloading our show. You know, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Wealthy Sisters. Uh, you can also go to WealthySistersRadio.com. We have an extensive library there of five years of rich content that's there for you. I mean, the subjects that we have covered have been anything from, like we talked about, from a government contracting to how to market your business effectively, inbound and outbound marketing. We've had accounting. We've had CPAs, bookkeepers. We've had um, all type of holistic conversations, you know, as well. And 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 then today is uh, our very special guest, Ms. Ginger Miller, is with us. And we're talking about her organization, the Women Veterans Interactive, and how we can support women veterans and, and also how they're transitioning into business owners as well. So again, like I said, go to WealthySistersRadio.com to catch this show and all of our other shows right there at our library. And as we promised, we're committed to you to bring you that powerful information as well. Well, I tell you, Miss Ginger, I mean, your, your story that you shared with us was just so powerful. And I want to just thank you so much for being so candid and so honest, you know. And I know that you've already helped so many of our listeners, even if they are not dealing with it directly <clears throat> at this point with the extended time that we have been in this conflict and been at war, we, we all know someone that has experienced uh, what you're talking about or know someone of someone, you know, at this point. And so you, you, you've talked about the interactive or talked about, you know, the, 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 you realizing that this is what you have, this is what you're dealing with. How did you move from that to what we see today? Let's talk about you know, the Women's Veterans Interactive Program. Okay, great. So um, at the point that, you know, I reached out to God and I started the first nonprofit organization I have, John 14.2, Inc., um, which is a mm-hmm. scripture that's near and dear to my heart. Yes. I was, I was somewhat successful with that, and I say somewhat successful because, you know, how do we really define success? You know, I, I think success is defined that, you know, when you have accomplished certain goals and you're satisfied. So although mm-hmm. I had accomplished certain goals, I was not satisfied because something just wasn't right with me. Um, and mm-hmm. I had, like, one of those nights where I couldn't sleep. I got up 3 o'clock in the morning. I looked in the mirror, and for the first time, you know, 
since I married my husband back in 1989, it was just all about me. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because when you get married, mm-hmm. it's about just your family, your kids, yada, yada, yada. And the, right. the person that I saw in the mirror was Ginger Miller, former homeless veteran, I mean, yeah, former homeless veteran, wife, mother, caregiver, and the last thing I saw was woman veteran. And I'm mm. like, women veteran. You know, so it's not that I never self-identified as being a woman veteran, but I put my status on the back burner because I was still in survival mode doing whatever it was I had to do. And at that moment, I realized, I said, okay, Ginger Miller, you know, you're a woman veteran. Not only are you a military spouse, but you're a woman veteran. That's when it mm-hmm. hit me. I said, it has to be thousands of women veterans out here who are either uh, homeless, at risk of being homeless, suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, unemployed, whatever it was. And that's when mm-hmm. I started Women Veterans Interactive, and that was in 2011. And I wanted to start an organization that was real, something mm-hmm. that was challenging, but something that was going to get to the core of the problem for women veterans to let them know that you're not alone, you can make it. And that's when I started Women Veterans Interactive, and hence the name. You know, I didn't want to necessarily – well, let me just say this. I'm not a person that's for shenanigans. You right. know, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do New it. You have no time to play. Oh, <laughs> believe that. Believe that. I don't have time for shenanigans. I don't have time for cliches. You know, right. if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. If i got to go toe-to-toe right. with the devil, I'm going to do it, whatever it is. I, I love a challenge. You know, I'm very competitive. So Women Veterans Interactive, just that last piece, interactive, means so much Mm -hmm. to me because that means Mm -hmm. that we're always going. We're always evolving. And, you know, our mission is meeting women veterans at their point of need because I realize that one shoe does not fit all. You're not going to find me in the book. You're not going to find me. Right. Absolutely. So we Mm -hmm. have, Mm -hmm. I did want like a, um, a tagline or acronym, and what we came up with was, meeting women veterans at their point of need through advocacy, empowerment, interaction, outreach, and unification. Because those are all the things that women veterans need. You know, we we need advocacy. We need a voice at every level. We need to feel empowered. Some women veterans feel isolated, so they need to have that peer-to-peer interaction. You know, outreach is something that's near and dear to my heart because without a good outreach plan, any other plan you have, any other program is going to fail, and then unification where women veterans can be united for the same cause. Right, right. And okay. since, since inception in 2011, we have supported 1,000 women veterans through our resource partners, through outreach events, through sponsoring other events. And, you know, I'm just delighted to say that, you know, right now where I sit, as the CEO of, of Women Veterans Interactive, I'm feeling successful because, not because of the accolades, because we are actually helping women to stay in their homes. We are giving women financial literacy classes. We are preventing evictions. We are feeding women veterans. You know, wow. so it's great. It, you know, it, to me, you know, it's, it's kind of like my mind is blown. When I sit down mm-hmm. and have these type of conversations, that's what mm-hmm. reality sets you in for me again. You have about an experience right now. You'd like that, really. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. A- a- absolutely. And you said absolutely. you've helped a thousand women since, t- and you just got started just in 2011. That is incredible. So some of the things you do, you 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 said prevent evictions. So 
someone, how does that work? You do that through your resource partners or are you, how are you, have you helped? Can you give an example okay. of how? Oh, absolutely. Yes. We, have, uh -huh. we have a program that was initially funded by Computer Science Corporation, CSC. Um, they gave us some money for a program that I created called Operation Safety Net. And it's just like okay. how it sounds. It's a safety net so these women do not become homeless. Um, we always ask for donations specifically for that program. It was initially okay. designed as an um, interest-free loan program coupled with financial literacy. But what I'm finding is that a lot of these women, because of the predicaments that they're in, they can't we afford credit. to pay it back. And, and what we yeah. don't want to do is create another hardship for them. Right. So if a woman calls right. or she goes to the website and she fills out the application, um, she says that she's in, in trouble, you know, she's going to get evicted, there is an application process, you know, we go through their finances with them, and then, you know, we stop the eviction within a certain means. We have limits, you know, we take it on a case-by-case -case basis. And then also through Operation Safety Net, we have where women veterans can go immediately to a hotel. If they're getting mm -hmm. ready to become homeless, if they have already been evicted and it's too late, then mm -hmm. we have partnerships with a hotel here in Maryland where um, mm -hmm. the Laquita Inn and Waldorf, Maryland, if they're local to this area, they can go there and get in that night or that day without mm -hmm. verification, and then the Laquita Inn will call me. I don't care if it's mm -hmm. 3 o'clock in the morning, and then I will go ahead and, and, and authorize that one-night stay or that one-week stay or whatever it is. But what we want to do is help these women out immediately because what I find mm -hmm. is that if you don't help them out, then they start to lose hope. That's when people, mm -hmm. that's when veterans pick up drugs and alcohol. They don't become mm -hmm. homeless because they're on drugs and alcohol. They become homeless because of the, the economy, because they can't find a right. job. We were working with right. one woman veteran out of Virginia. She served in the Navy for 25 years. Um, she retired. Mm -hmm. She put in over 200 applications, got three mm -hmm. interviews, and never got hired. So somebody said to me, Ginger, you know, you need to meet with her. You know, her resume is outstanding. She's having some other issues, and the issue she was having is that when she was in the military, she never had the interview. She just got promoted okay. based off of merit, right. based off of time served. So the, this woman, you know, she was very shy. You know, she couldn't, she couldn't even look me in the face. Okay. You know, she had, a, she had a nose ring in her nose, and I was like, okay, you have to get rid of that nose ring. You have to look me in the eyes. So I found out immediately what her issues were. She needed right. interviewing skills. So it's right. not that she was a bad person. It's not that she wasn't intelligent. It's because she didn't have interviewing skills. So we put her, we give her money for first month rent and security deposit. Um, she has applied for some jobs. We've given her some interviewing skills, and hopefully she will be employed soon. So that's great. So you, you have, you're not only just giving them the sandwich, like they say, you're giving them the fish, but you're teaching them how to fish, like through mm -hmm. skills um, set as well. Uh, what, what are uh, some of the other things that you find that women veterans need? Um, of course, being able to transition, like you said, not having it, have to have had the interview, um, or there are other things that it might be some jobs that may not be as the same here um, outside of the military. Mm -hmm. What are some of the other challenges that women veterans face as they transition to, uh, I guess, civilian status? You know, the biggest challenge, there's always challenges. But if you mm -hmm. can, you know, stop the biggest challenge, then you're not going to have any other challenges. And I think the challenge itself is the transition. 
Um, mm-hmm. Folks say that, okay, we're going to, the reason veterans are not finding jobs, you know, is because they can't translate the military skills into civilian status. That's true. But even mm-hmm. if you serve your country for 25 years and I sit down with you and do an outstanding resume and send you off to a job fair, you are still the same person that served that's in the transition. So what we're working mm-hmm. on at Women Veterans Interactive is a full-blown workforce development program that we just launched at the Clinton Global Initiative, not only to translate the resume, but we want to help you make the transition in your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, coming mm-hmm. from a military Coming from the military for 25 years and coming into the civilian sector, that's like a culture shock. It's different. Right. I, don't care how, right. I don't care how grown you are. I don't care how many kids you have. You know, it's a little bit different. So with the workforce development program that I created uh, for women veterans in transition, it's one of the first programs that's taken employment from a holistic approach. And when I say that, okay. I mean we're going to work with you from the time you're getting ready to get out until the time you get employed and even while you're employed. So we have a three-tier program that we created. The first one is virtual. The women will have um, an assessment that they want to take because we want to know who you are and where you are. If you were a cook in the Navy for 25 years, okay, so you may say, I'm going to translate all these skills, and I'm going to get out, and I'm going to go cook in a restaurant. Well, what if you don't want to cook anymore? I mean, who are you? What do do you want to do? Because if you serve for 25 years, you have to have – some type of leadership skills. So maybe you may want to go and manage a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Maybe you may mm-hmm. want to start your own restaurant. So we want to know who you are. We want to sign you up with a career counselor to flush everything out of the system. You know, make sure you know about all of the services and the benefits that's available to you and make sure that you're signed up for them, particularly with the VA, because the VA is always a partner in everything that we do. And then in the second tier, we start to dig further into the resume. And the second tier is national conferences that we're going to do on a national tour. We're going to all of the major cities where we have a lot of women veterans and a huge um, military population. And we have designed these two-day conferences where we can actually interact one-on-one. The experts will mm-hmm. come in. You know, we're going to make sure you have a LinkedIn profile, dress for success, mm-hmm. you know, everything mm-hmm. to make sure that your workforce ready, interviewing skills, and then on the last day, we're working out a partnership right now with Hiring Our Heroes, and they're going to come in, and they're going to set up, you know, hiring fairs, particularly for women veterans. And I think that's important because right. about four months ago, I actually set up a booth at one of the Hiring Our Heroes affairs that they had at the Verizon Center, and I just wanted to see the reaction of women veterans when they saw a women veterans organization at the hiring fair. And the reaction I got was, it just blew my mind away. I left it with about 55 resumes, but the reaction was women veterans would walk by and then they would take like three steps back and say, is this a women veterans organization? I never heard wow. So, you know, wow. there, there's something out here for us, and that lets me know that I'm on the right track. And I had so many conversations with women who were getting out the military, and I would say to them, where are you going from here, wherever I can right. find a job? So let me let me ask you, because you, you talked about the three tiers there, and that's important. I heard you say the transitioning. We're, we're talking about that. That's the biggest challenge. Just the, That's what it is, is, the whole transition. Where is there is there not something in place within the military for uh, that will help, you know, obviously I, I'm answering my own question. I guess there's not that will help women to say, okay, you you saying that you're getting ready to retire, 
um, you're going to leave the military, uh, you need to go through this program right here. There's nothing in place as of yet that, that, that can help with that transition that's even a part of the military? There are definitely programs in place. There are programs in place. I believe everybody coming out of the military, you have to go through a transition course. Um, DOD is beefing up their programs. Um, Department of Veterans Affairs is beefing up their programs. There's tons and tons of programs, but the thing is, how do you get these members to, you know, sign up for the programs? How do you get them to take it seriously? Because what I'm not going to do is say that the programs are not working because I'm right. all, I, want to be, I want to be a part of the solution. And one of the things I know with women veterans, um, we are attracted to who we are. And that's why we have been so successful with Women Veterans Interactive with meeting them at their point of need. That's why whenever we have an event, women veterans show up. Because this mm-hmm. is the deal. Mm-hmm. I can't vouch for what those programs are doing. I know when I went through the three-day transition course, and God knows that was in the early 90s, the only thing I got out of that, and I, I can only speak for me, was sign up for unemployment disability, make sure you put your claim in with the VA. So uh-huh. and I know since that time, these programs are enhanced because I know, like, even with GE, um, General Electric, who's coming in as one of our partners for this program, they actually go into the bases and they do, you know, the mock interviews. They do all these things. But, again, how do you really transition the mind? How do you take Ginger from active duty to civilian status when I'm still in survival mode? I hear what's going on in the economy. You know, I'm fighting to get a job that the five and ten point preference in the federal government doesn't do me any good because everything is competitive. And you know what? At the end of the day, I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared. Wow. I, I don't wow. know what's going to happen to me and my family. I, I'm a right. single parent. You understand? I have two right. kids. The fathers are not paying child support. What am I supposed to do? You know, I'm right. going to go home for a little while. But now my mother's going to put me out. So, you know, we're right. trying to get them prepared, and these are going to be some of the things that we discuss and break down these barriers, you know. And, and right. where our program differs from other programs, um, it's a full-fledged program. We're even going to have a social website just for women veterans to have that peer-to-peer interaction. Because what's important to know is that you're not alone. You can talk to somebody else right now who's going through something similar, and you can actually empower each other. And then wow. The third, in the third tier, we have case managers built into this program. So we want to okay. make sure, Ginger, that you're going to your VA appointment. If you have an episode on your job, you can pick up the phone and call your case manager or send your case manager an email and say, listen, you know, I'm freaking out today. Well, you know what? Right. It's going to be okay. Or, or you can go to the website and say, hey, Laura, I'm freaking out. You know what happened to me today? Well, you know what? The same thing happened to me. It's going to be okay. So we want to undergird these women veterans to make sure that you're okay holistically. Holistically. And that's important. That's important. Well, I tell you, you know, Ginger, it's just, it's just incredible everything that you're doing. And if you have just tuned in, we are listening live to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Our very special guest is Ms. Ginger Miller, who is the CEO. She's told her an incredible story going from homeless to now the CEO of the Women's Veterans Interactive. And uh, we want to take a short break. We do have uh, our very other special guest, who we're proud to say our partner, uh, here with us at Wealthy Sisters Media Group, Mr. A.B. Dolphin. 
is on the line with us as well. And, Ginger, we want to take a short break, come back, and I want you to tell everybody about what it was like to meet the <laughs> um, president and first lady, and then we're, we're definitely going to have to have you back on the show because we definitely want to look at how we can continue to support what you're doing. And I want everybody right now, too, to make sure you go to WealthySistersRadio.com, WealthySistersRadio.com. You can click right there on our featured guest and learn more about what Ginger is doing and her website is, uh, as well. So stay tuned. But we want to say hello to Mr. A.D. Dawson. Thank you so much for dropping by Wealthy Sisters Radio today. How are you? Hey, how are you doing this morning? Oh, we are fantastic. We know you. Are you awake over there on the, the West Coast? Or where are you? We know you do a lot of traveling. Uh, right now, we were just uh, leaving the airport trying to make sure we can get this interview on. on uh, oh, yes, yes. Well, we appreciate you so much, first of all, for being our partner here at Wealthy Sisters uh, Radio. And as you know, I have been a huge fan of what you are doing there with D-Herbs, your entire online store, and that full-body cleanse. That's right. That's right. That's right. So why don't you just share with us what that full body cleanse, I know we're getting a lot of feedback about it. They've kind of been hearing about it, but we want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Why should we be interested in the full body cleanse that's that's available at DERGE.com? Well, the reason why the full body cleanse has become so popular is because of the processed foods that we're consuming, the Uh air that we breathe that's now polluted. Uh, The things that we drink, the Kool-Aid, the alcohol, all these things have an adverse effect on our body. So, therefore, the cleanse allows you to remove those toxins from your body so your body can operate on a higher plane. And that's why it's becoming so more, so important these days. Right, right. And, you know, as we talk about everything here uh, that has to do with business uh, at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we always talk about the importance of that holistic point. Of you, and I like that you said it help us to operate on a higher plane and giving us mental clarity. Um, what are some of the other great go. benefits that you see um, as a business owner? Some of the mm-hmm. other benefits of the full body cleanse is like weight loss. You can lose between mm-hmm. ten to thirty pounds depending on the condition of your body. Also, you mm-hmm. notice like a huge boost in energy. You already mm-hmm. mentioned the, the mental clarity aspect of it, which is mm-hmm. really great. Uh, better sleep. And so many other things that come along with it, but everybody has a different experience. Right, right, right. And they do, they do. And, you know, like I shared last year, we had the privilege of having you on um, for an entire hour on our show, and I shared my testimony, my experience. Right. Um, when I first took the product, and as a, as a business owner, as a woman, I mean, I have never, ever felt so alive uh, in, in, in my life, you know, I guess since I was a baby, <laughs> I know what it felt like to feel this good, you know. So you know. It, what, I, I just would love for you to take one more minute and just for you to share um, with us, you know, the, where they can get the full body cleanse and uh, anything else you want us to know about this particular product. And particularly, though, what separates you from all of the other stuff that's out there? Why why have you been number one online for so long now? Well, kind of like for the thing that you mentioned, what uh, separates us is mm-hmm. that first of all, dherbs.com would never substitute anything for quality. Mm-hmm. 
We're always right. searching for the best possible herbs out there. So, you know, we travel the world. We try to find the best quality herbs that we can put our hands on. So, and, and we use those in our products. And that's one of the reasons why we've been able to stay on top. Because right. everyone kind of goes the other route, which is to look for cheaper ways so they can make more money. Instead of that, we say, hey, everyone's using that format. We're going to go in another direction, which is let's just be, let's have the best possible product that we can possibly put our hands on. And that's what we've been always inspired to do. So that's one of the reasons why I feel like we've been always number one. And just to give everybody, you know, a, a little information about what the full body cleanse is, basically it's a 20-day herbal cleanse that consists of seven formulas. Those seven formulas are all geared to clean out your major eliminative channels. Some people don't understand what their limit of channels are. That's like your gallbladder, your heart, your liver, your colon, your spleen, your lungs, your kidneys, your adrenal glands, your blood, and your skin. So it's going to help your body flush off the impurities in those particular areas. Um, wow. Some of the benefits uh, that we already just talked about, uh, one of the other things that you have to do on the clearance, obviously you have to eat clean. So, therefore, you're going to be on a raw food diet which means you only can eat fresh fruits and vegetables, raw nuts and raw seeds throughout that period. Um, some of the uh, benefits is some of the ones we just mentioned, like mental clarity, uh, weight loss, um, a huge boost in energy, a stronger mm-hmm. immune system, uh, you know, things along those lines. Yes, absolutely. Well, Mr. A.D. Dawson, we want to thank you again for being a partner here with us at Wealthy Sisters Radio and just for what you are doing and standing for quality. I want everybody to know they can go to dherbs.com right now. You can also go to our website at Wealthy Sisters Radio and click there on the blog post where we have uh, put together teams that you can have a partner to cleanse with as well. And make sure you use Wealthy Sisters. For that promo, yes. Well, thank you so much, Mr. A.D. Dolphin. Safe travels. And we know you're going to be at the uh, the Neighborhood Awards in Atlanta. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Have everybody stop by that booth and definitely check you out there. Well, we'll be speaking again soon, sir. Thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye now. Yes, that was none other than Mr. A.D. Dolphin, CEO of TheHerbs.com. Again, like we mentioned, we are, we are celebrating our fifth-year anniversary, and uh, with our partner there, we started some groups that are doing the full-body cleanse. So you can go to Wealthy Sisters Radio, learn more about it there. And definitely, you're listening now, you can go online to dherbs.com. And, and they've even given us a promo code of Wealthy Sisters so that you can get your discount there as well. Well, our very special guest, I tell you, has been also Ms. Ginger Miller, who is the CEO of Women's Veterans Interactive. We only have a few minutes left. But, I mean, time always goes by fast. Ginger, we're definitely going to have you back on again. We are going to get together, and definitely uh, I'm so excited about everything that you're doing, uh, (laughs) all of the the programs that you have for Women Interactives. If you could just take about uh, another minute and tell us about your experience Experience. I mean, you, we know that you won the, the honors for BT Honors. Your, your organization was the sole uh, winner there as far as the, the donations or, uh, or, I guess, gifts mm-hmm. or what have you. But, but tell us about the experience in about 60 seconds here of meeting uh, President Obama <clears throat> and Mrs. Obama. 
that experience was something I will never, ever forget, you know, as long as I live, to be selected as one in 14 women veterans champions for change. That was the first year that they did it. You know, it was an honor. It was surreal. You know, I thank God for the opportunity. I had the chance to invite my closest uh, friends and my family, you know, some folks who will never, ever get back to the White House. They had the opportunity mm-hmm. to go, but to be recognized for something that I do, you know, out the kindness of my heart to serve my fellow sister veterans, you know, it was an honor. It, it really threw me back. It was unexpected. You know, we went from there to receive other awards. We were selected as a sole benefit. Oh, did you press your mute button? We can't hear you. We've lost her. Ginger, I know sometimes our face might hit the mute button. Did you hit the mute button on your phone? Hello, Hello? Ginger. Okay, we got Hello? you. <laughs> we got okay, you. You got me? You're there. Okay, yeah, girl, all that power. Okay. All that power is coming out. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we have you. To be selected as a sole beneficiary of the BET Honors, it was huge. BET yes. raised a substantial amount of funds for Women Veterans Interactive. Uh, you know, we were so appreciative of that. And then we rolled from there and got invited to the Clinton Global Initiative. And, again, that was huge just to be there, you know, amongst the great CEOs and presidents of corporations and organizations. And one of the things I wanted to do with Women Veterans Interactive was to take us into the mainstream for 2014, mm-hmm. and that was my whole goal for going to the Clinton Global Initiative, you know, just to get those, you know, certifications and to get the mm-hmm. qualifications that we need to go out here and for folks to take us serious and to sign up and get on board and help us with this mission. Definitely, absolutely. Well, we know that we can share it with everyone to go to WealthySistersRadio.com to click on Featured Guests so they can learn more about you and your website. But please, it is womensinteractive.org women's interactive, excuse me, womensveteransinteractive.org, womensveteransinteractive.org. We want you to go to that website. Um, You can donate. There's a button there for you to donate as well. And then reach out to Ginger. I know she's on LinkedIn. If you're on Twitter or Facebook, whatever, we want everybody to connect with you. And like we said, Ginger, we are definitely going to stay in contact. I want to meet with you offline to see more of how we can help you know, promote what you're doing. And once again, congratulations to you on all the great things that you've accomplished and the best is yet to come for you and your family as well. And thank you again, Ginger. Thank you so much for having me, Deborah. Have a great day. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, we've come to that time in the show. I tell you, as we say, the time goes by as fast, but that's just because we're having a lot of fun here sharing great information. And, you know, we've come to this moment where we always say every week that power thought. And what I want to just encourage you to think about this week is thinking of someone else. You know, just incredible how our sister, our special guest, Ms. Ginger Miller today, stepped out of her own self. Everything that she experienced as a homeless veteran, um, supporting her family, keeping it together, you know, and then and, and she was able to take that and turn it into something powerful today to where she was recognized by Mrs. Obama and President Obama and, and the Clinton Initiative and BT Honors. How incredible it is to just be able to not think about yourself, but to think about others. The experiences that you may be going through, understand it is not about you. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than any of us. 
So let's just keep that thought in mind that once we face challenges or any type of success that we have, it's really real when we can give back and when we can serve. So just think about that. How are you serving? How are you giving? And what difference it can make in your life? Once again, we thank you so much for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We appreciate you. We value you. And we want you to stay plugged into us. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter on the Wealthy Sisters. And join our mailing list. We're all about you, promoting you, promoting positive people, and providing you with the content that you need to continue to be successful in your business. Remember, you're not alone. You're independent, yes but we are all interdependent. We'll see you next week, and as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. When I listening to wealthy sisters. When I listening to wealthy sisters. When I listening to wealthy sisters. When I listening to wealthy sisters.